pointed out back when I was playing football for my school way back in the 1970s, things were so much simpler. Before each game, the teacher read out the names of the players, along with a number that represented their position. Number one was the goalkeeper. Two and three were the fullbacks, that's left and right. While five and six were the centre halves. The biggest and toughest school kids usually had the privilege of playing there. Number seven and eleven played out wide, while numbers eight and ten were in the midfield. Number ten being a much coveted shirt, as we all knew that the best player in the team wore number ten. Think Pelé, Maradona and of course Glenn Hoddle. That left number nine as the striker, the centre forward, the goal scorer. We never questioned these positions, tactics or the formation that the teacher sent us out to play in. In fact, I'm not sure we even knew that this particular formation had a name. Though, particularly after the 1966 World Cup win, it has become synonymous with the English game. 4-4-2 Of course, there have been a multitude of tactical formations throughout football's long history. When England played Scotland in the first ever international in 1872, the English played with one defender, two midfielders and seven forwards, a 1-2-7, while the Scottish team decided that they would take advantage of the space on the pitch and pass the ball rather than relying on dribbling and force, and so they played a more reserved 2-2-6. Fifty or so years later, the game had expanded across the globe, and this led to variations in how the game should be played. In England, the 3-2-2-3 system, or WM system, was common, but in Central Europe, and specifically in Hungary, a more fluid 3-2-3-2 model was used, one that crushed England 6-3 and 7-1 in a set of friendlies during the mid-1950s. In the following decade, Italian sides dominated the recently created European Cup with a defensive system known as Catanaccio, literally meaning the door bolt, and this played an extra defender behind their back four. This player was known as a sweeper or libero, and made it extremely difficult for the opposing side to break them down. Perhaps it was the rigidity and discipline of the Catanaccio system that led to the anarchic, and some might even say chaotic, ideals of total football. A theory of football which Dutch coach Reinus Michels suggested came about as football makes itself on the pitch. Players simply moved around the pitch to cover or to attack as the need arose that created a fluid nature to the game. Since then, more defensive formations have been used, with 4-5-1 fairly prevalent in Europe during the early part of this century. The extra man in midfield became known as the holding midfielder, as he or she tended to sit in front of the back four in order to allow more creative players to attack. 4-2-3-1 is another variation of this system, except that it has two holding midfielders. This is something that France employed in their 1998 World Cup win. What about today? How will this decade be remembered for? Many teams, particularly at international level, turn out in a 4-1-2-2-1 formation, but with players being fitter, faster and stronger than before, the emphasis is very much on fluidity and flexibility, and so often teams may employ a variety of formations during the same game. Maybe that 4-4-2 system was simple after all. (laughs) 